Love is available to you. Success is available to you. Money is available to you. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so pumped up for this message right now. So we're going to be talking about success sabotage and how fear is often holding people back without them even realizing it. Sometimes we're aware of the fear, but a lot of the times we're not, especially when it comes down to feeling enough, feeling worthy. Some people even call it imposter syndrome where it's like, who am I to do this? And one of the people that I work with, and we, we've been co- I've been coaching with him for a long time, and he said that sometimes he finds himself pulling back and doing le- putting in less effort when he's worried that the level of success that he is like about to step into isn't what he deserves. Like he isn't enough to do that. He doesn't feel worthy to do it, or he feels like it's kind of like something's blocking him. And that subconscious belief is that he doesn't feel like he deserves to be there. Like he doesn't feel worthy of it. He feels like he's an imposter around a bunch of other people who do deserve to be there. And this idea of not feeling enough always stems back to a childhood experience or a a young adult experience where think of a time where someone told you, you weren't good enough. Or a time someone made you feel like you weren't good enough. And those thoughts came up. Think of a time as a child where you all of a sudden felt like you weren't as capable. Or that someone else deserves it more. All of those memories and experiences start to shape our subconscious beliefs without us even realizing it. I did a transformative leadership uh, workshop and it was like a six month thing. And I had all of these limiting beliefs of not feeling worthy. And I had no idea. I had no clue. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Of like things that I would like put other people first way before me all the time because I felt like I wanted, I needed to give in order to feel good or I needed to help other people and have like the thanks in order to feel validated. Instead of just being able to love and know that just that I am enough, even if I'm not going above and beyond for people all the time, like I didn't need to make up for it by doing this extra stuff and by being this extra person, like my extraness of like my flair, like that's who I am. But I was like putting everyone before me. And like when, it, when I think about that in like in terms of our careers, you know, even if there's like an opportunity for a promotion or to be able to... Um, get into like a management role or a leadership role and it's like available for us if we want to try it people will not do it like have you had that experience where all of a sudden you're like I don't want to do it actually I don't think I can do that or I don't think that's me or I don't think I'm made that way or I don't mm, I'm not sure it's because that's you up leveling and of course you're going to feel unsure you're going to feel insecure you're going to feel like holy shit I don't know what I'm doing but this is the trick you got to just show up It takes a lot of bravery to show up and be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to try. Like, what can I learn? That is like a level of humility of coming in saying, I'm not sure, but I'm going to try. 
And guys, that's what every level of success in your life is going to feel like in the beginning. That seriously, every single level of my life, I feel like, okay, I'm not sure. Like even think about showing up to college, like that first day, you're like, all right, I mean, I guess it's going to be kind of like high school, but I heard it's different. I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) try. And then by the end of it, you knew the deal. You knew the drill. You knew what was up. And so the same thing happens in different events in our life. If you're at a crossroads right now where you're starting to feel like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do that or I don't know if I'm that capable or or if I'm good enough to start my own business, if I'm good enough to start selling my artwork, if I'm good enough to get that client, if I'm good enough to increase my prices, you are good enough. The only person that is stopping you is you. The only person that is stopping you is you. Each time you procrastinate, you're probably subconsciously sabotaging your success because you don't believe you're worthy. Each time you say, I'll do it later and push it off. Each time you don't show up or each time like you wait to the very last minute, each time that you're just, because there's something inside that believes that you are not worthy of it, but you don't have any proof. Give me proof that you're not worthy. Give me proof that Um, someone else deserves to be there and you don't. It's all subconscious, irrational fears that it's like the, the fear of being an imposter of like, ah, who am I to do this? Guys, I had so much imposter syndrome when I got the TEDx. Like I even said it out loud a couple times. Like, I think they chose the wrong person. Seriously, like you guys got to see the video that's all finished and like I'm confident and look great, but there was so much that led up to that. There was so much freak out. I was literally having chest pains because I had such crazy anxiety for like four days straight leading up to the event. I was so nervous and scared because I wanted to do a good job. And then all of a sudden I felt like maybe I'm not qualified enough. Actually, maybe this feels so hard and, and nerve wracking because I'm not supposed to actually be here. I think they chose the wrong person. And I so badly, I mean, and it's my dream. So I would never pull out of it and not do it at all. But there was a part of me that wanted to, there was a part of me that said, you know, it would just be easier if you don't. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like it, um, it was scary and it was me up leveling in my life because I was so excited and I wanted to do so well. And I had to believe I am worthy of this. I would not have been given this opportunity if I wasn't deserving. So keep that in mind. If you have these opportunities and things coming up into your life, you wouldn't be given them if you weren't already deserving. That's the universe. Or if you believe in God, you guys know that I talk a lot about that higher power. You have to believe in something if you wanted to anchor it in anchor yourself into unconditional love because this world and this universe and these people and everything has so much to offer us if we're willing to receive it and we're willing to acknowledge it. Like the flower wants to be noticed. The tree wants to be recognized. Like it's the same as people. Like when we are giving thanks to the things around us inside, we're starting to feel a little bit better because we're giving this appreciation and this praise to all these things. I 100% believe in the law of attraction that whatever we focus our mind on and our words, that we're going to attract those things into our life and be more um, cognizant of recognizing them. For example, if we're always complaining how the car always breaks down going to this one certain place, when it happens, it's like, see, told ya, told ya, because you put so much focus and energy into believing that that's going to happen. And in in terms of feeling like 
if, if you're playing in your mind, so maybe you have this, this next, this up-leveling experience happening in your life where you're starting to do these new things, things you've always wanted to do, but it just seems scary. You're unsure. You don't have all the answers. First, breathe, breathe. And instead of playing the worst case scenario, start playing the best case scenario in your mind, visualizing the process visualizing the practice or the preparation that you need to do for this, visualizing the actual occurrence, the actual event and, and thriving in it and doing a good job and, and learning. No one's supposed to be perfect. No one likes a perfect person. It's fucking annoying, right? I'm sorry if there's any kiddos in the car, excuse my language. No one is perfect. So stop trying to live up to the standard of being perfect and believing you're supposed to be perfect or comparing yourself to people who you think might be perfect. They're not perfect. Everyone's going to have this battle and anyone that has reached high levels of success and and is a high performer knows that that nervous, uneasy feeling is a natural part of growth. And the, the fears of not being worthy of being there, the fears of feeling like you're an imposter, that is also normal. And you're allowed to combat that saying like, no, there's no proof that I'm not worthy of this. This is all in my mind. I am worthy of this. I am pure positive energy. I am love. I would not be given this opportunity if it wasn't meant for me. And then lastly, <laughs> Life is not supposed to be easy, you know, for us to be able to get, think about like anyone that's ever done a marathon. It wasn't that the marathon was super easy. The marathon was so hard, like excruciatingly hard, like leg cramping, like feeling like you're going to die, like barely being able to breathe. But crossing that finish line, the looks on their face is pure ecstasy, like I could cry just thinking about the looks on the face of faces of people when they cross over that finish line for the marathon. That level of ecstasy is available to you if you're willing to go the journey. That level of pure, positive, proud, excited, charismatic, like on top of the world, alive energy is available to you. But you're never going to be able to feel that if you aren't willing to put in the effort and to know that, hey, I am worthy of this. I'm going to show up and do my best. I'm not going to judge what my best looks like, but I'm going to be honest with myself and stay focused on what it is that I need to do. All you have to do is show up. And that is where the bravery comes in. And each time that you show up for those different things in your life, maybe it's even just showing up for a tough conversation. Maybe it's just show, because there's times where you physically, yeah, you can be there, but mentally and emotionally, we can check out. So being willing to show up and be a participant and be involved and ask questions and be okay with not having all the answers. Like for me, I'm a natural know-it-all. So that was a huge source of insecurity for me was not knowing or having answers about things. Um, And guess what? I got over that pretty quickly because there's Google and there's YouTube and there's all these different ways that we can really learn valuable information on how to do freaking anything. So in, in regards to the marathon metaphor, 
You don't, it, it, the, you don't have to have pain, sweat, and tears for each level of success. There might be pain, sweat, and tears, but it's not a requirement. Sometimes success is the path least, like with the least resistance, you know, like where it actually would be easier to do it as far like looking from the outside in, but it just requires so much more bravery and courage in order to do it. So keep in mind and ask yourself when you are looking at these different experiences in your life, are you acting from a place of bravery and courage and self-love or are you feeling like an imposter and sabotaging your success by feeling like you don't deserve it? Let that sink in. Are you sabotaging your success because you believe you don't deserve it or are you making decisions and acting out of a place of self-love and believing that you are worthy of any opportunity that comes your way. And also too, like thinking about relationships, don't sabotage relationships you're in because you don't believe you're worthy of having them. Or you don't believe that you'll be able to rise to the occasion to to show up 100% and do your best. Like it always comes back to this rooted feeling, a rooted belief of what's available to you. Love is available to you. Success is available to you. Money is available to you. Health is available to you. It's all available to you. Any thought that comes up that starts to say, actually, no, it's not because of this X, Y, and Z, that's a limiting belief. That's some type of fear that is trying to sabotage your success and sabotage who you are and who you're meant to be. You're allowed to forgive yourself and move forward because when I really think about what was the thing that was rooting me in this feeling of being unworthy or undeserving or feeling like I I needed to put everyone before me because I didn't deserve a place at the table. It all led back to past things that I was ashamed of that I wasn't forgiving myself for. It was kind of like the combination that like unlocked the the unconditional self-love was being able to forgive myself for past events. And so if you think about like the top two, top three most painful experiences of your entire life. Are you willing to forgive yourself and forgive everyone involved? If that means unlocking like your soul's purpose and desire and all the unconditional self-love, would it be worth it? Would it be worth it? Because when you forgive yourself and everyone else involved in those past experiences, you no longer carry around this shame and this heavy guilt of feeling like you're not enough or not deserving. Because in the back of your mind, you're no longer saying, yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Because when you forgive yourself about the, because there's nothing you can do about the past. There's nothing you can do about the past except heal your relationship with it. If you knew then what you know now, you would have acted differently, but you didn't have the same information. You did not know. Now you do. Or maybe you did know and you still acted a certain way or whatever. Forgive yourself. You're human. You make mistakes. It's okay. You deserve to live your best life now, not be wallowing and and living in shame or guilt of the past. Because I've lived that life and that life is really hard. Because we believe that, because if, when I was believing that, I, I was always like kind of treading waters like really, really shallow. Like I wasn't really going deep into things that I truly wanted to do because I did not believe I was worthy of having them. A year and a half ago, if you would have told me I'm going to do a TEDx and have my own business, like I would have laughed. 
I would have laughed. I would have been like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But I had to, literally, the thing that totally changed my entire life was being able to truly 100% forgive myself and everyone else involved in the most painful experiences of my life in order to experience empowerment, in order to experience unconditional self-love that like, hey, I'm going to show up, I'm going to do my best and be okay with that. I don't need to be perfect. All I need to do is show up and do my best. And whenever I'm feeling insecure, I need to focus out on how I can help and serve other people because that always lifts my mood. That always like elevates me when I take myself out of it and say, okay, wait, all of my soul's desires always come down to making some type of positive impact in the world. So who do I want to serve today? Who do, who, who do I want to impact today? How do I want to impact people? How is this bigger than myself? How am I a part of a collective enlightenment that's happening for people around the world? Like that's exciting for me. That's motivating for me. That's inspiring for me. So whenever you're feeling like you're not good enough, ask yourself this, well, how would I feel if I positively impacted one person? One person. If you impacted their life, wouldn't it be worth it? So you are beyond worthy to be where you're at. If anything, it's like an obligation for you to rise to the occasion. The world needs you. You deserve a seat at the table. You're allowed to raise your hand. Gosh, I feel like this is like Angie Lee's book. Angie Lee's going to be coming out with a new book called Raise Your Hand. And it's all about being brave and how to overcome these fears of imposter syndrome and believing that you're not worthy of being there. You are worthy. Uh, you are enough. Like write it on your mirror. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. And internalize it and believe it and repeat it and really start to live it. And then all of a sudden, when these opportunities come, you're like, yes, I'm here. I'm ready because I know I'm enough. That's what I wish for everyone. For them to know deep down in their soul and in their bones and in their mind and their heart that they are enough exactly as they are. And there's nothing that anyone can do that will make them not compatible with unconditional love. Like there's nothing you can do that makes you unworthy. So, but, but, but <laughs> it has to start with your own forgiveness. And keep in mind, forgiveness doesn't involve anyone else except you and you. You and God. You and your higher power, you and your soul, that, those are the only people involved. There were other people in, in, involved in the events and past memories of those, wor you know, those worst experiences of my life. And when I forgave them, it was I did not contact or talk to any of them. This is all about my relationship with that event, my relationship with those people, how I view it now as a huge source of growing. Because when you start to think about those worst experiences of your life and how you can start forgiving those people and yourself emotionally. That next step is really internalizing, well, how would I live or what, did, I'm sorry, what did I learn from that experience? Because of that experience, how did I grow? What was the positive, what was like the, what was a positive outcome that happened because of that? And then that's what you focus on. Like when I think about the relationship that I had when I was dating this guy, it was so narcissistic. I was literally becoming brainwashed. Like I, we were together for only six months, but it was like, like the first two months, best months of my life. Last four months, worst months of my life. Like there was a death that happened in between there and 
he switched and I would like make up these excuses as to like why it wasn't like that big of a deal and like believe that and I was embarrassed like I would I let him treat me so terribly to where it totally like destroyed who I felt I was I didn't feel worthy of anything I was I literally felt like brainwashed into believing that I wasn't worth shit and that I was like, a, and, and keep in mind at the time I was making like six figures and I was like a corporate manager. Like, you know, like a career doesn't always reflect how the inward soul is feeling. And for me to be able to walk away and like, th- that's what led me to leave the country and start traveling because the fear of staying with him was way bigger than the fear of moving to any country. That seemed easier than staying. So I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive myself for the role that I played. I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive him for who he is and who he was. And that was between me and me. And then once I started to be able to do that, I was like, okay, well, I'm actually thankful that that happened. And the reason I'm thankful that that happened is because I would never have had the courage to start traveling and find out and discover how easy it actually is and how affordable it actually is if it wasn't for him. So thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Narcissist. I appreciate you. And boom, that worst experience of my life has been transformed from forgiveness going through been transformed from forgiveness to reflection, to finding the silver lining and finding the growth area. And now it's, it ends with gratitude, right? You can re that's like an example of reframing negative experiences. Every negative experience has helped you grow in some way, but we don't always put light on that thing because it's hard to recognize because the, the, the event is just so big in our mind still or so heavy or so dark that it's like, I'm just not even going to think about that at all. That's how I felt. I didn't even want to talk about it because I felt like I didn't want to even give him the time of day to be talked about. That's how like angry and resentful I was. Like for a while, I hated all men. <laughs> I felt like I wanted to be like the vigilante against like whatever. Yeah, I was, I, and so I had a lot, there was so many different things that healed when I was willing to forgive and find how I grew from it. So keep that in mind that when you're going through your forgiveness process and your growth process in order to get rid of these sabotaging like patterns that are holding you back from these next levels of success in your life, like really reflect on it and really ask like, okay, well, how, how, what would my life be like if I wasn't holding on to that resentment anymore? And how can I live in a way that I'm showing the world I'm worthy of this. I deserve this. I'm allowed to be here. I'm allowed to be heard. I'm allowed to be seen. I'm allowed to take up space. I'm allowed to speak my mind if I don't agree with something. I don't always have to keep the waters calm and steady. Like you're allowed to make waves. You're allowed to like make splashes. Um, And most of all, you are worthy of anything that you want. You are worthy of anything that you want. You're going to feel like you fucking broke free when it comes down to what you believe you are worthy of and, 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 and if you are enough after doing those forgiveness rituals, that forgiveness process. Like take a journal, write down the top three things that the most painful experiences and then start writing forgiveness letters to yourself and to the people involved. And then start to ask yourself, what 
did I learn because of this experience? How can I find gratitude for this experience in my life? And you will start to feel so liberated because all of that resentment and that guilt and that shame and and that negativity that's like all pent up inside of you like this big wound up knot starts to loosen and you can start to release it. You can start to let it go. And when you start to do that, you're also letting go all the self-sabotaging patterns that are keeping you from these next levels of success in your life. Say it out loud. I am worthy. I am enough. I am worthy. I am enough. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If you loved this episode, share it with your friends. Send it to someone who needs to hear it, who needs to know that they are enough. And uh, I'm always hanging out on Instagram, Kelsey Lowe Show. Please take a picture or screenshot or like wherever you're listening from, like take a selfie, like send it and post it on your story and tag me in it. I love to reshare it onto my story too. So have an amazing day. Thank you for listening and uh, catch you on the next episode. 